Does God even care? Whenever we undergo trials or temptations, when we sin or when we are hurt, when someone we love dies, when we don't get what we wanted in things big or small, when people we care about make really bad life choices, when the consequences finally do come, the question that so often comes to our minds is, does God even care? And that is precisely the question that Jesus' disciples ask him in our gospel this weekend. The violent storm, this great squall, blows up suddenly on the Sea of Galilee, and the disciples are shocked to find Jesus, their master and their Lord, not helping the other guys keep control of the ship. No, he is down deep in the hull, sleeping. And so they wake him up, saying frantically, Teacher, don't you care that we are perishing? At some level, the disciples seem to be even blaming Jesus that they're in this predicament. Remember, it was Jesus' idea for them to cross the sea at that particular moment as evening was coming on. And so they cry out, Lord, can't you see what we are up against? Don't you understand the situation that we are currently in? Why aren't you doing anything? Why are you there sleeping? Of course, Jesus wakes up and he calmly observes the situation and he speaks a few simple words. Quiet. Be still. And then the storm immediately vanishes, doesn't it? It's just like what we heard in that first reading from the book of Job. God commands the waves. Here shall your proud waves be stilled. And it's so calm afterwards. It's so simple. It's so silent now. A silence envelops them out there on the open sea. And the disciples are flabbergasted. And then the crucial thing happens. Jesus turns to them and he asks them, Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? What is the meaning of this? How can Jesus ask them this? It's almost like he doesn't care that his friends had just gone through a very terrifying ordeal. They came face to face with their own deaths. And now Jesus is asking them, why were you so freaked out? Don't you trust me? Now that might confuse us, but I think with these simple little words, Jesus is actually answering the question that is most deep in his disciples' hearts. And it's the question that this homily started off with. God, do you even care? He does care. And here is our answer. Jesus cares, but he doesn't care in the way that we might care. And he doesn't care in the way that we might prefer him to show that he cares. After all, his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. God will always, always remain the great and unsearchable mystery. But he does care. He does care. So when you or someone you know gets a terminal diagnosis, Jesus does care. 
When your marriage is breaking apart, Jesus does care. When your kids refuse to obey or respect you, Jesus does care. When you don't know what the next step for you or your family is, Jesus does care. When you're being crushed by anxiety or depression, Jesus does care. When you're being made fun of for your faith, Jesus does care. When you don't have enough money or enough energy or enough motivation or willpower, Jesus does care. That's why he bothered to come down from heaven and dwell with us, dwell here in our stormy mess in the first place. He wants to be with us, and he cares about your mess. But here's the hard lesson. Jesus cares enough to let you and me be right here in the middle of the storm. Why is that? Well, is it because God is some sort of masochistic tyrant who delights in the pain and fear of his creatures? Well, no, not at all. Of course not. God allows the storms because he is more than willing to take that risk. He's willing to expose us to the real danger in order to bring about and draw out real faith, real trust. Jordan Peterson says it this way. If you overcoddle people, if you protect them from everything that's sharp, you make them dull and narcissistic. And I think that there's a lot of wisdom in that. It would seem that, that God does not mean to coddle us by any stretch. As the scriptures put it, God disciplines the one whom he loves. C.S. Lewis in his book, Mere Christianity, goes so far as to say that if you take a look around and look at this beautiful world that God has created, that you'll quickly find out that the universe is, quote, a very dangerous and terrifying place. It's a dangerous place, yes. Think of everything that you and I are both constantly surrounded by. The threat of natural disasters, cosmic forces like asteroids and black holes, the vast void of airless, lifeless space, infectious diseases. We're way too familiar with those these days. Terrorists, dictators, riptides, man-eating grizzly bears, venomous snakes, reckless drivers, radiation from the sun. This world of ours is very beautiful, but it is not a safe world. Not by a long shot. But it is a world where real faith is possible. It is a world where real love and hope is possible. It's a world where we really can and have to put our trust in God and his inexhaustible mercy on a daily basis, every moment even. But how can we expect to learn how to trust him if we are constantly numbed and coddled by an illusion of security, if we are never exposed to any trials or storms? Think of the mother bird for a moment who eventually needs to push her baby birds out of the nest. She exposes those little hatchlings to the terror 
and even the danger of falling from the only place of comfort that they have ever known. But the fact is that that is the only way that they are going to learn how to fly. And that, I think, is what God is trying to do with us. He wants to create in us sturdy, robust, and mature souls. He wants us to have faith that is rock solid, not on our own ideas or projects, but on him. St. Paul said in our second reading that, that we are brand new creations in Jesus Christ, his son. But living out that new creation usually feels like falling out of a nest and feeling a little bit crazy, like weathering a storm that blows up suddenly on the Sea of Galilee. So we need to ask ourselves, are we clinging to the comfort of the shore? Do we expect to spend the rest of our lives safely in the nest? Every time God gives us an opportunity to exhibit real faith and real trust, do we kick and we bite him? Because I know I do so often. But don't we want to fly? Don't we want to learn how to fly and trust that God will actually help us not fall? St. Therese of Lisieux once said that, quote, God does not permit unnecessary suffering. He does not permit unnecessary suffering. What a bold and actually kind of terrifying statement. And truth be told, I don't know what's going on in your life, and perhaps it's something really hard. And those words might burn. And yet, if we listen to them, we find there a statement of the most simple and the most robust faith, a faith that's not overly mushy and flowery and naive. Our Catholic faith is very clear. Suffering is not pointless. In fact, it is often the way that God saves us. On the cross, Jesus did not yell at his father, kicking and screaming in fear and anger. He didn't cry out saying, Father, don't you care? Don't you care that I'm dying on this cross? Don't you care that I'm perishing? No. On the cross, Jesus offered his sacred heart instead, saying, into your hands, I commend my spirit. We can have confidence that we worship a God who does love us perfectly. He cares deeply about every aspect of our lives. He cares about what you are interested in, your questions and your confusions, what you love, what you're afraid of, who you still need to forgive, your relationships with people, your sins. Yes, he's interested in those two, but most of all, he's interested in your soul, and he cares about your soul, and he is more than willing to expose you to all sorts of dangerous, sharp, painful, stormy things if it means saving your soul for all eternity. So why do we fear the wind and the waves? Let's take courage and have faith. God is trustworthy and he is all-powerful and he gives us his son's body and blood on this altar. Listen to his voice. It calms every single storm. Quiet. Be still. He is looking at you with love 
and calling you forward. Why are you terrified? Do you still not have faith? 